Hey everybody, Craig Adams here. Welcome to my podcast. Today's episode is actually audio pulled from our live show. We started a brand new YouTube channel for the Craig Adams podcast where we broadcast every week. You can watch the archives, the videos of us recording after, uh, and you can actually interact with us live. So we do Q and A's after each recording and your questions can actually make it onto the show. So make sure to go over, check the show notes and subscribe to that channel if you love this podcast, uh, because we'd love to get more interaction. I wanna hear questions from you guys. And uh, I just wanna at least say thank you if you drop into the chat to say hi. Today's episode is with Brett Conti and Bobby Brisky, uh, two YouTubers here in the city. They actually biked over the bridge into Brooklyn to record this with me, uh, but they do skating, food, travel, YouTube. They just recently got back from a trip to Asia, so we talk about that. Also talk about the business of YouTube and what they have going on on the side to make money. So enjoy. Okay, welcome to the Craig Adams podcast. Welcome to the show. No, India's not here. <laughs> so when India's away, we podcast and drink. First off, why did you bike? You biked here from Manhattan on your bicycle? Like I thought yeah. it was a motorcycle yeah. at first. He, he just uh, bought a bike today, so yeah. he really wanted to use it. I just renewed my city bike pass, so I was just like, let's do it. You know, wow. it wasn't bad unless when we went over the bridge, that was the only time it was really bad. Yeah. But it was also a nice way to wake up because it's, you know, 8 p.m. right now. Now we're ready uh, for this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Welcome yeah, yeah, for yeah. the show. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you for coming. This is the first time you're here. Uh, you did a little bit of vlogging when you stepped in. Mm-hmm. Um, minimal? Yeah. It's, it's definitely minimal. I've seen all the <laughs> apartment tours, all four or five of them, and it definitely meets the expectations. Yeah. 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 And India lives here now so it's like not as bad as it was because i think she described it like when we were starting to date a little bit and she would come over she was she was honestly a little worried that i had like a family somewhere else and this was just my bachelor bag. that's what it looks like <laughs> does she let you keep this up uh we've had a couple talks about this i think <laughs> okay <laughs> she really doesn't like it but she's like, like you can keep the, the weird foam wall yeah it's a nice decoration it's- though yeah, it's, this it's just screams amazing. YouTube, though, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, this, this is nice. So you guys Feels just moved nice. into a new apartment. I got yeah, to see roommates. it really yeah. quick. Yeah, you you came over right when Real we moved quick. in. Yeah, and if it gets a million views, you're moving next door. Yeah, that's what yes. you said in the video. So, that's what you dude, said. There is video yeah. confirmation of me making that. It's yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> It'll happen. It's gonna happen. Uh, so we're referring to your apartment tour video. Yes. Cool. So yeah. how was that? Like. What was that experience like? Was that your first apartment tour video or have you been doing those? Oh, yeah. I've been doing many apartment tours. I think like some of my best videos and most viewed are usually the apartment tours. You know, living in New York City, that's and you're a YouTuber. That's a good thing you can do and, you know, get new people. Uh, Yeah. So I think this is my fifth one. But this one was called uh, my biggest apartment tour Mm. just because it was uh, the first apartment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because all my other ones, I lived with, uh, you know, like strangers I met on Craigslist and they were like kind of just like rooms. So this one, we actually have like a nice size living room like this. Like it's almost like a Brooklyn sized apartment. And we just painted it today too. Yep. We had our artist friend come in. Yeah. It's so Yeah. Not paint, like just like paint the color, like Like paint, like a mural on the huge 10 by 20 foot wall. 
So he does murals, and he was just like, "This is his uh, first time." <laughs> I'm gonna test it out for you guys, but okay. yeah, he's like, "I've done like cardboard cutouts, so this is the same thing." <laughs> so is it done, or is he still working on it? Almost. He'll be done one more day, but it's looking good. It's looking yeah. good. I've got a friend, John Exley, who has I know two-story living room. Okay, so it's like a racquetball court, pretty much. That's oh. awesome. So he did a mural on one wall, and it's like the coolest thing because he's been there for five years, and he plans to stay there as long as he can. So I get it. I. Yeah. I should take this down and make a mural. Nah, <laughs> playing this I like this. this. We're going to perfect. Yeah, we're yeah. steal this, this concept from perfect. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, welcome to the podcast. Uh, yeah, anything yeah, yeah. goes. I'd love to talk about YouTube. It's skating, my thing to talk about. Fortune. Food. food. Yes. Let's start about food. What'd you eat today? <laughs> dollar pizza. He <laughs> brought it back. Dollar dollar pizza. Pizza. A pie of dollar yeah. pizza for wow. us. Okay. Yeah. We had an artist, you know, obviously our friend Dylan over and, you know, he, like I asked him what he wanted for lunch and he said, I want dollar pizza. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. He just knew yeah. Bobby so, so well. So yeah. Basically my entire eats. channel is dollar pizza. So. So dollar pizza is a very New York thing, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, New York, at least for yeah. me, yeah. I never experienced it until I saw two bros. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere they're they're everywhere. But yep. there's yeah, there's like a thousand different dollar pizza places some like around. There. He yeah. knows them oh all. God, He's reviewed yeah. them all. Because yeah. <laughs> some of your hottest videos have been pizza related, right? Or- Literally, yeah. Like, I mean, I have my you know opinions on like what works on YouTube and what doesn't for kind of people seeing you know the different videos. But whenever I have like pizza in the thumbnail the video always does well and people love it so yeah. you know there might be you know what about those giant slices is that like a trend have you done that <sighs> i haven't done that yet but i was actually looking at that <laughs> I see everyone yeah. with the giant next week's slices. video expect yeah. that yeah but right. i'm i don't know like i'm more into like the heart of the place you mm-hmm. know so like when you go to a dollar pizza place like sometimes you find these places that are just they have like this certain soul to them yeah. you know like that you walk in and you just feel like at home and just it's just so fun to like go there and just eat pizza. And, yeah. I will say, I I started following your stuff once uh, you came on my radar when you both yeah. went on that trip, which we'll talk about. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I saw a recent vlog. I think you uploaded it this week. You yeah. were talking about cakes, and it's like a lot of Chinatown <laughs> stuff, and it's yeah. fun. I like that you talk to the actual chefs and the people yeah. and. I'm sure a lot of people comment about the fact that you just have people walking behind you being like, (laughs) right? Is that a thing? Yeah. You know, I, I believe that, you know, my camera is all the people watching the videos, right? So when I'm walking around with them, it's like, they're just hanging out with me. You know, it's not necessarily this like huge production, you know, it's just that I'm offering them value, showing them, you know, these dollar places, showing them cheap places, showing them, you know, how to live kind of cheap in New York city, but also, like just the heart of New York City, like the incredible like nature of just like all the ethnicities here and just the different stories. Like, mm. I, I don't know. There's just an incredible amount of stories in New York City. So I, yeah, I love that. Have you gone on any of these food adventures? With oh, of them? course. So, <laughs> long story short, so Bobby kind of got me into YouTube a few years ago when we traveled to Colombia. Yeah. I didn't know about like travel YouTubers are like making a living off YouTube at this point. This was a little over three years ago, and he was showing me all these other guys. You know, like Fun for Louie or Ben Brown, if you're familiar. And uh, yeah, that's when I was like, wow, this is so cool. And we both like, we were like dreaming about it because we went to college together, like dreaming yeah. about like, oh, one day being a YouTuber. And then I started getting like heavily into it. And I guess you said like start getting a following. And then he was, he moved back to New York yeah. and he was like, I want to get into YouTube. So like his first a thousand subs, like were all pretty much for me, just like yep. shouting him out every day. Yep. Yeah, Real I was quick. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dude, I was like, yo, subscribe to Bob. Your camera. 
Yeah, so he wanted to get back into YouTube. I gave him two of my cameras. I gave him my 70D and G7X because that's what friends do, you know? You, yeah. you, you help support. So, yeah, his, his first 1,000 subs I definitely uh, take credit for. So it's almost like you gave him a one-on-one -on -one YouTube crash course. <laughs> yeah. Like, Here's how you get 1,000 subs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I, I remember um, when I started YouTube, when I got back, uh, it was so difficult for me because, you know, I started from, like, you know, absolute scratch. Like, I had uploaded videos before. I was into the video editing, like the process of making videos. I didn't care about, you know, walking around with a camera or anything like that. But the way to be successful with YouTube, that's the like thing that Brett really like, uh, like gave me the roadblocks to basically like the well, building. Blocks. Okay. I, I get what you mean with like <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. So I think more with like personal branding, I think that's where I excel and like make content, I guess, like what I want to and like how do I want to express myself and my personal brand. He kind of took it the way with succeeding in YouTube where he's like, all right, how can I get views and like kill it? And that's where he's been doing really well at where he'll like research for hours, like what should my next video be? Where I'm just like, what do I want to make a video about? So it's just two different ways. Well, Nothing wrong with either. Yeah. Like my my background, I um how Brett and I actually met was I owned a web design company that also did SEO work. Like way back in the time when you said SEO, people were like, Yeah, what's that? You know? Um so actually what I found after researching YouTube for, you know, like days and days and days was that the new algorithm to YouTube is the old Google like algorithm basically. So it's like it's it's very like similar in a lot of ways, but you know, I feel like with to be successful with YouTube, of course you can be like uh, you know, absolutely like 100% about the creativity aspect. But if you factor in a tiny bit of like how do I market this video? How do I, you know, f like pop up on people's dashboards? You know, how do I offer them the value that they're looking for? That's kind of the like process that I went about. Mm -hmm. so. That's something that I've learned this year a lot about is that you could have three filmmakers have the mm -hmm. same footage, good stuff of an adventure in a city doing something. Mm -hmm. And the way that you package and deliver it completely makes or breaks how many people see it and what the impact is. Mm -hmm. Thumbnail, title. How yes. many videos do you pull and make from that footage? Yes. Um, there are a lot of different ways, <laughs> but it seems like knowing how to hack and balance the, you know, this is my heart, this is my art, this is what I'm making. If you don't like it, you don't have to follow. <laughs> Verse yeah. the, I know what's going to sell. I know what is going to hit yeah. a lot of people mm -hmm. and make them want to share it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, like, uh, you know, people are looking for this value, you know, and a lot of times, um, you know, one of the things that I believe is the reason why people are not successful in the world, you know, at any at anything, you know, there might be incredible people that have this like incredible skill. But if they have like if they don't have the entire information they're looking for, they can't be successful at it. So you need to find a way to like give them that information, basically. So like we're all making like quality content on YouTube. I think like we can all agree with that. But and like late vlog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to have a whole segment about the late vlog. He even vlog. asked me on the way here, Brett, when are you making the next late vlog? Right? It's just been yeah. way too cold I was out. I'm a little curious. Yeah. I thought there might be a chance to show show up in in the blue suit. <laughs> yeah. In the blue suit. It was like a one percent chance. I was like, no, that'd be cool. I I do need to bring it back. I may like readjust, you know, how I approach the late vlog, but once it's warmer out, I'm back in full throttle. I hope you do it yeah. every single week, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the people love the late vlog i mean that's the one thing i feel like you know like when you find something different on youtube too that's uh very valuable just since it's very saturated now so i think uh you know if you could find something unique or something different about your work that's when you can excel but still it's all about like reaching the people 
Exactly. Yeah. Like there's a reason why you pop up in people's browse features. You know, there's like, uh, it's not like when you upload a video, you can, you know, hope like there should always be a reason that you pop up there. Like, uh, you know, we all have like creative ideas, but if you can apply, like, how do I market this? Like how, who should see this video? And then you look back at your other videos and you see who saw those videos. And then you apply that to your video. It's, it's really like, I, I don't know. It's kind of confusing, but you know, it's... I think it's great that you guys are living together because the back and forth and being able mm-hmm. to help each other should be amazing. Totally. And, um, yeah. So you've been kind of sharing the experience of fortune and yeah. skateboarding vlog focus, but do you think you're getting more into tutorials and reviews and travel stuff and kind of mixing up the genres a little bit or? Yeah, it, it definitely started off when I started almost a year ago, you know, I was like strictly skateboarding and then I got like over that quick, I mean, I still love skateboarding, but I got over filming every day of skateboarding, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, there's so many, there's not so many ways that you can film it. And then I was like, I just want to make them like about my life or whatever content idea I can get. So now I've done like, yeah, like tutorials or now I've like even like been changing my vlog. Like I've been editing like one vlog now for like five hours, like every day, every one is five hours just because I've been doing so many yeah. different things, but like teleporting myself or you know like yeah. just doing so many different things with keyframes and like animations and stuff in each mm-hmm. vlog and doing voiceovers so i've just been having so much fun editing and pushing myself that way yeah, totally. and uh, i definitely see it uh going that direction and almost you know kind of get inspired by you do some more like film like videos the but, super uh, vlog the yeah. su- i'll do more super <laughs> vlogs uh, i do love vlogging but i do want to do more films Uh, one thing that i do want to talk about is your trip to i can't even call it one place it's just in asia it's like to to asia yeah um well we've been to asia a few times actually yeah because we treated how we packaged that both of our trips because i just recently took a trip to japan right and i just made one single huge video with all the footage Mm -hmm. which is completely completely different to how you did yours where you made like little individual individual like here's what happened in this moment it was very moment based. It was like this crazy thing happened. Let me mm-hmm. tell you the story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's yeah, that's it. Uh you know, I was out there filming one three minute video for Sony, but that took up the whole entire month trip that I was in Asia. But yeah. on the side I was still like trying to focus like, all right, where can I squeeze in, make a video for my channel? So like what little blurb like, all right, I'm gonna go take bats with elephants, I'm gonna go make like a seven, eight minute video there and bang that out and also share that experience just because I wanted to just since, you know, taking a mud bath and I mean, elephant yeah. was pretty magical <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For a good thumbnail. yeah exactly yeah. so how much of that was planned and you're like this is going to kill i'm going to do this this is going to be the thumbnail versus what surprisingly took off with the algorithm because youtube helps that you know yeah if people it, watch your your video and then watch more youtube after it yeah it they really helps it. Exactly. that's like why i think your tokyo vlog did so well was yeah. because and you logan, did the and logan paul so, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what worked the best what is the best uh surprise i guess um you know it's so weird like for me especially like whatever videos like i have a feeling they're gonna do well but they won't do well with my subscribers and then they'll just skyrocket like i did a video like uh Thai massage in Thailand, you know, like, <laughs> I, you know, like usually yeah. I get like four to 5,000 views in the first day, but yeah. like that one got like 2,000. I was like, oh shit. All right, whatever. And then yeah. the next day it just started getting like 5,000 views a day. And then like, it's still going. I think it's like at a hundred thousand now. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's always the videos that like, I know my subscribers probably won't like, but mm-hmm. the people out there, if it, if it can reach those people and get into the algorithm, then it'll start yeah. going crazy. 
it, sometimes it's surprising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thai massage in Thailand. So you were on the trip for part of it. Yeah. So I was on the trip for about two weeks or so to Bangkok and Chiang Mai. And that's like kind of where we filmed, I guess you would say, kind of like the cultural aspect of the video. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. That's where the, the elephants were. And, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Motorbikes, all that, all that fun stuff. Yeah. But it was just an incredible experience. Like Thailand. Uh, yeah. Just, and, it, and it was very last minute too. Like I found out I got the job mm-hmm. and then I called him up just like, Yo, you're coming to Thailand with me. Like, let's and, do this. And, and I literally, the, I answered the phone. I was like, yeah, man, that would be so cool if... Uh, I was just like, no, like, going. we're going in, like, four <laughs> days. Like, not, that would be cool. Like, this is happening. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, we, we made it happen right away. And then he came back for Thanksgiving, and I then stayed until Christmas, just going to, like, Cambodia, Malaysia, and just making videos on my own once the, the Sony video is done. Right, And what was the response to the Sony video? They loved it. I was kind of... Uh, mm-hmm shocked because so they picked like a few uh filmmakers mm-hmm. and they posted one of the filmmakers when we were out there and it was like all shot you know in in, in photos actually yeah. and he did like this insane thing with like 30 of the cameras and i was like yeah. sony you know that i'm making a travel vlog yeah, right. like, yeah we were, we were <laughs> watching this yeah <laughs> i'm like there's no elephants in his but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah here's brett like okay now we're swimming with the elephants and yeah. then we're watching this like completely artistic video we're like uh yeah. so. no it was, it was definitely two different like mine was just like yeah. adventure yeah like i had like a monkey steal the camera you know like threw it off motorbikes like i definitely was happy because with mine i definitely just push it to the limits with how much this thing could take you know attaching it to my drone yeah. putting it under my skateboard and sketching on a tuk-tuk <laughs> uh <laughs> you know so i'm happy with that and they loved it they uh they didn't tell me this originally but after i sent to them they were like brett this is amazing like we would love for you to show this at ces and mm-hmm. speak on the panel so they flew me out last week to vegas and i got to go to ces for the first time and, and speak on a sony panel which was like yeah, kind of one so of my cool. biggest uh, accomplishments i'd say and you didn't go i know like, Brett, <laughs> where's my ticket go. man yeah <laughs> i know right <laughs> last, day before bobby get on the plane <laughs> did you like vegas did you like see it? like yeah, it was, conferences are kind of interesting it was different you experience you have to be in some circles and yeah if you have to be i don't know in the club sometimes to see the cool stuff but yeah no it's different i went like when i turned 21 and that was like you know like yeah. the crazy experience but yeah. this time it was like went to a macklemore concert that was hosted by cbs and it was just like all business people in suits like <laughs> calmly oh, listening Lord. to macklemore you know you go to a concert it's usually like raging but this was just like people just bopping so yeah. it was nice and calm <laughs> you haven't been to a concert until there's like lawn chairs i don't know if you've ever been to one of those oh, of concerts. Course. It's like, like uh like... jimmy buffett concerts. <laughs> oh, boy. yeah yeah but ces is cool i'd love to go at some point yeah, um, next year you gotta make i've been that. to wedding stuff out there yeah i always enjoy the parties and the vegas part more yeah. but we'll see i got some speaking things coming up hey, um, yeah you're going to the netherlands and yeah that's yes. so cool yeah so this is like total new endeavor my product is education whereas your product might be selling brands uh your own brand with skate companies like zoomies yeah all right yeah yeah living yeah. the dream <laughs> um, yeah and it seems like you're focused more on sponsorships right Do you yeah. think you'll have some kind of product at some point or um well like really what i'm doing right now is like i got back to new york city about like five or six months ago now so i at first was just kind of finding like my in like finding what i wanted to do um because i had lived in paris for a year before that so coming from paris back to new york it was 
you know, just like a bunch of confusion basically. So like really right now I'm focused on YouTube. Um, also like working with different people and growing their YouTube and also like uh, producing videos for them like that will be seen basically by people. So so is, does that look like one-on-one -on -one coaching like kind of stuff like traditional or um it's more of like a full production effort actually wow. so like uh yeah, he's got like his whole like business like almost like a business like consultant with like helping them with yeah. like text yeah. thumbnails and everything then going filming yeah. editing the video yeah right now it's super manual it's super like full-on but uh yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to scale it very soon so it's fascinating um, it's out here in New York City hustling. How know? many of your subscribers would you say are customers? Like, because it seems like I have a lot of vloggers who are just trying to do the kind of stuff that I do, rather than gotcha. people who are more entertaining. Uh, you know, some people mm -hmm. just watch to follow the experience. Like, I feel like a lot of David Dobrik uh, subscribers are kids who just love watching and experiencing that crazy life. Mm -hmm. There are probably some filmmakers who want to like learn from him, but yeah. I've listened to his podcast and he teaches nothing. He's just there to entertain and be a fool, which is yeah. Nash. So. He's, he's good at that, though. Would you say some of your subscribers that you've interacted are like mini yous who are just trying to do what you do? Um, I mean, my channel is so like new, actually. Like, I, I started my channel like full on. Like, I think it says five months, like for like the first video that. Yeah, he was at like two hundred subs <laughs> four or five months ago. Yeah. Um. So. And now, right. he, for the people who don't know, I think you're at like forty five thousand or something like that. Yeah. So it's uh, mm. pretty fast. Yeah, um, I'm super happy at like the family that we're building right on YouTube. Um, but I'm not really looking at my subs to do anything, but just offer them value right now. You know, like my channel is so new that I just want to create that relationship with them, um, give them value at like really a roadmap and how to live in New York City and how to live like awesome, how to live great. But also live how to live cheap cheap yeah cheap. <laughs> um but yeah that's all i'm trying to do right now with my youtube all my clients in that part of my business is completely external from youtube mm -hmm. so people look at my youtube and they're like oh wow like that's great that bobby has you know that amount of subscriber base it's great that he obviously knows what he's doing here so maybe he can do it for me and then they see the results from that basically so yeah and uh you know we've got our new york city fam we do <laughs> At least one of them, John Hill, is a skater. Mm -hmm. He's in New York City, technically. Yeah. Um, have you been able to like reach out to any other YouTube skaters? Or are they all in California? Like, has it been tough trying to connect with skaters who do YouTube? Or all right, so that's a that's a good point, and that's what I was talking about earlier. So like last year when I was getting more serious into YouTube, I went out to Los Angeles and you know did more skate YouTuber collabs. I guess you say like I think I you know. I only had like 2,000 subscribers when I went out there and then like came back with like 6,000. I didn't even like go out there just to like collab. I just like went out there because it was cold as shit here. <laughs> and, you know, ended up like just like hanging out with all of them. They were all great. And, uh, you know, like they were kind enough to like shout me out without like me even like asking or anything, which was nice. But now I'm definitely not focusing on trying to be a skate YouTuber at all. Like I've definitely shifted all that. I love skateboarding and like still included in my videos. But as far as my content and like what I'm passionate about making videos on, it's not necessarily skateboarding. You know, like there's so many like skate filmers and that's people's passion. But for me, it's like I'd rather create content about yeah, like New York City travel tutorials, um, even make little short films or just, you know, pushing myself with my vlogs and trying to make those, yeah. uh, you know, as entertaining as possible. Yeah, totally. But fortune sharing the story of how you grew that probably is similar to like Casey trying to share his story of beam. Um, but that's the thing. So I remember you thought that fortune was first merch when we first met. 
or I thought you did. What? Like, it, how would you describe <laughs> it? No, because like it was already like success. Like, I was already like making a living from it before I had a YouTube channel. Yeah, you know, I was like in fifty stores, like in eight different countries. Uh, I was doing well with it, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna start doing YouTube videos. Like, this is sick, and like Bobby and I, you know, always dreamt of doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, now it's just like become, I guess, my content. That's that's what I'd rather create my content about, like starting a business or like. For me, it's a skateboard and clothing company. Well, I, th- I think it's also that, like, a lot of your viewers are skateboarders and they love skateboarding, but they also are interested in, like, how do they take this passion and make it actually, like, a job? Like, of course, yeah. you can be sponsored by brands and you can be one of the best, you know, skateboarders in the world and make a living off of that, like Manny, for example. But yeah, yeah. But for a lot of people, like, you have to look for another in. And something that you did was, you know, you created a skateboard company, uh, like a clothing company for mm-hmm. skaters, basically. So, yeah. That, yeah, like, that's super inspirational, I think, to your Yeah, viewers. and even uh, just making, starting a business uh, relatable to any type of business I try and do. And even uh, over 30% of my viewers are actually girls, okay. which is interesting. Um, and then the other, I have like, it's 25 to 34 male is like the majority. So it's like an interesting balance and it's definitely changed over the past year. Cause it used to be like 98% male, <laughs> yeah. like younger kids. And now it's just totally shifted to a, an audience that I'm happy about yeah. just cause that's like what I'd want. Like, you know, like college students do a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I mean, if the, the, the girls want to watch cool, <laughs> but did it just change for the girls? Because it literally just changed for me. Like yeah. I went from like 87 <clears throat> like men to like 64 percent men like it like over like the course of two weeks like i have no idea why no yeah, like, it's been like gradually doing okay it, you know, like it was like 10 and 20 how about okay. you what is I think yours I've been same to you you yeah. know it started yeah. off a lot of men just because i was coming from like this really geeky filmmaking <laughs> world yeah um, <laughs> i've kind of edged out into travel and whatever and kind of sketch comedy and more so minimalism which is strangely female uh interesting (laughs) yeah my minimal videos have brought me back to like i think 75 percent 25 percent wow yeah okay we'll see i would love to get more (laughs) i don't want to just be like a youtuber like a dude youtuber yeah but yeah maybe india is helping me with that we'll see yeah india is great on camera i love her when she goes in your videos yeah yeah (laughs) i just don't want to fully turn into gary v because i feel like she hates it she like she's trying to keep her work life from like Mm -hmm. she doesn't want to be the 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 gary v girl yeah uh, with questions on the side so but you could do you could do like gary v and like PewDiePie, you know, <laughs> like, and just mix it together. Like yeah. that would be, that would be perfect. That would be epic. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I love PewDiePie stuff. Yeah, um, crazy. He just hit 60 mil, 60 million. That's wow. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys watch YouTube or? Yeah. I'm the, I'm He's the biggest, the biggest consumer ever. That, that's why I know YouTube. Like that's my success with YouTube is 100% based on all the content that I've watched on YouTube. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, came from like really like anything that I want to gain information from I'll try to find a YouTube video on it because I enjoy somebody's expression through video more than say a blog article or something like that you know and for me I feel the internet's you know I love blogs and no hate to blogs at all but I feel like the internet's more going towards a video perspective mm-hmm. um, yeah, going video for sure yeah like even you know if you look at like the ad industry for example like 
the banner ads don't even exist on websites anymore. It's all like video ads in the corner now. Yeah. So it's for me, I find consuming YouTube to just be as exciting as creating on YouTube. I, I just love the platform so much. So this is my opinion though. I used to watch a decent amount, but now I've slowed down to like only watching my friends because you do get so influenced mm -hmm. by watching these big YouTubers where like you catch yourself almost talking and like doing, you know, the same the same like shots as them almost and so i like totally stopped doing that like i watch you know your guys's videos and like Aww. all my friends to be honest but then like everyone else like even like casey like sometimes i'm like his videos are so good or like all these other people where it's like you get so influenced and you don't even catch until like i'm editing where i'm like oh snap like yeah so i, I had yeah. to like kind of stop with that yeah being comfortable with yourself to be comfortable enough to take the risk to do something that's your own and not you know imitating someone else is something that we practice we get better at so mm -hmm. i understand it can be a little 100%. difficult if you just like watch so many youtube videos and you're like oh i yeah. want to do that because i saw this worked in his vlog mm -hmm. or whatever totally so it is a balance i do love youtube though i watch a lot of <laughs> yeah no, absolutely. it is yeah well it's just that youtube it's not like for me, yes, it's 100% about, you know, creation, of course, but I think there's another perspective that people are offering value to you as well. Like uh, finding, like one of my favorite things is to find like that cute hole in the wall, like different like restaurant of a place. You know, I found this Malaysian restaurant that was like this like three seater like restaurant. I walk in and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I need to make a video about this, you know? And it's, it's just like bringing that to other people oh sorry it's bringing that <laughs> cancel to... the podcast uh, touch the mic. <laughs> i want to know is how do you pick where to go uh both like country place and then yeah. restaurant because there's like the, the traditional way to like figure out where to go is like TripAdvisor and like blogs yeah. and whatever but i feel like i'm inspired by a lot of movies and youtube if i see another youtuber go and it looks cool i'll check it out mm -hmm. um instagram photos if i see a cool you know those really popular like at earth accounts or yeah, whatever yeah, like, i yeah. want to see that vista or whatever totally. how do you choose where to go my favorite way of choosing is like word of mouth so just talking with people so mm -hmm. like hearing their like secrets like hearing their like secret places to go and also my favorite way to travel is exactly that too like usually i like to travel in a long window of time um so for example i was in uh mongolia uh, about a year ago or so and I was in the biggest city, Ulaanbaatar, and I was talking to this French couple. And I said, okay, where should I go in Mongolia? I just got here. Mm -hmm. Don't really know too much about this country. Wasn't really expecting to be here. Like, where would you suggest going? And they said, like, we just went up to this reindeer village that, like, only, like, a handful of people, like, have, like, talked about to us before. Like, it's, like, practically unknown. Like, uh, this is, like, the tour operator. She's only done one tour, and that was us you should contact her and we contacted her we actually stayed with her family and then we like rode horses to this reindeer village so like when you like when you have word of mouth like that that's just incredible you know and that just that it's just an incredible feeling to experience what other people basically have told you because you know? that's the golden zone to find something that isn't popular but cool like i would rather go to <laughs> a mediocre place that yeah. no one knows about that no one is yeah. there mm -hmm. than yeah. to go to yellowstone or to go to that you know that top yeah. of mount fuji where there's like 200 other people even mm -hmm. if you go up at sunrise like it's crazy yeah, yeah. Right. No, let's go into the wilderness. Let's find something new. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the top let's of Canada. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I trip together. 
I do like that you guys tra- travel together and that you do have this past because I feel like it's way more fun to shoot YouTube videos with like a friend and to get into situations like that because like Japan was cool but I completely did not know the people I was with and it was just like a new experience mm-hmm. in every aspect. So, yeah, sure. Um, Bobby and I have been to Japan together. Yeah. How was that? It was sick. It he, was he, awesome. All right, long story short again. <laughs> Bobby was teaching. He was an English professor at 22 years old. In Vietnam, teaching at business? a university. At a university, <laughs> professor. 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 Sorry, sorry for. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he was teaching there, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna come out to Asia, and I did like a three month trip, and I started in Japan. And he was like, you know what? I have to do a visa. Why don't I just meet you in Japan too? So he met up with me in Japan when I was about two weeks in. Yeah. We like went to Kyoto. We hitchhiked. We like did like a crazy Japanese experience, and then we weren't vlogging. We, there's some we footage. were yeah there's like, we weren't making like daily vlogs okay. but it was like gopro footage and yeah. i had my g7x yeah. so that there were definitely there's there's footage online but uh it's definitely not like filming everything now yeah but uh that's the thing about vlogging though it's so cool going back on those footage i'm so glad mm-hmm. that i do vlog so i can watch all my travel videos because sometimes i'm like dang i wish i filmed more when we were in japan and right. like yeah. hitchhiking and you know going to bamboo forest and getting I mean, lost we, and we have those uh, we have the footage though of like getting we do lost have some of the and footage. hitchhiking and like all of that yeah stuff. we do have some yeah, of it we, we, we have do a footage. story time vlog story time exactly here's that's... some more vlog footage <laughs> <laughs> yeah next snowy day is what we'll do right yeah that's so when i was on my trip one thing that i kind of struggled with was this balance between documenting and experiencing and i feel like we all kind of go through that right like yeah can i say something because all right i don't want to call her out let's just say a girl that I used to date <laughs> uh she uh used to be like oh i hate it that you always have your camera out like yeah. when we're doing something but for me, I I make the exp- it makes the experience better when I'm like trying to think of a shot, you know. Like you can look at Angkor Wat in Cambodia where I just was, and you know it's like all right, cool. It's more fun for me to like find the coolest shot and like you know get in a tree or like fly my drone up and experience it that way. But that's just me personally. I understand people have a different thing, but sometimes you know you're just like looking at it where it's like all right, this is cool for a few seconds. But for me, I'm more fun and it's exciting to try and get like the best best shot and make a cool little film out of it. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You agree? It's a balance. Are you like that um, way, or do you kind of put the camera down some days? I used to be like that, actually. Huh? And what I found was easier for me and also more effective with making content that I was proud of really was um, going into a situation and knowing what I was going to film. Mm. Um, like making a video that was you know, going to be two or three hours, like, and I was going to go around, do the exact things that I was planning on doing, but of course, leave room for like spontaneity, like meeting people, talking to people, like all of that stuff. Um, And of course, like going in editing, but when I'm not filming to just like completely disconnect from like YouTube and the internet and to really have this personal life, basically. So it's really difficult, like to balance it. But for me, that's what I found effective to kind of go into a video, know what I'm going to shoot, and of course, like, meet people and everything, but, yeah. <laughs> so so what's on the horizon? Some uh, more cakes? Are <laughs> you going to make your way over to Brooklyn? <laughs> That, it's funny stuff? that you know this area you man, what am I, what I, I went okay. he knew this where you lived because right of a pizza spot that well, was by yeah, here Roberta's yeah like Roberta's is cool yeah. Yeah. yeah so good in the summertime they have like uh, little like techno festivals too where you can like eat some pizza enjoy the techno scene it's this is fun. a very special hipster area and we we so cool. cherish Roberta's uh, <laughs> hole in the wall amazing pizza so yeah um, yeah 
we gotta go on some food outings when it's warm yeah Absolutely. late night late night vlog slash food. yeah we have to do Sick. a collab called late night food vlog all right let's do it challenge yeah. Craig's coming too yeah Craig's wear your coming. suit or, yeah i mean i'll make it we'll cinematic like, yeah. yes yeah exactly it would be fun uh so what's on the horizon what do you got coming up what's next uh i'm I think we're both going to la i'm going uh yeah, probably going in like two weeks because mm-hmm. i'm gonna do like fortune skateboard stuff and then from there just like do i guess like more youtube stuff after that and he's gonna come meet out for like a weekend or something mm-hmm. and i uh, get some warmth weather but i do plan on staying in new york for you know the next few months just because when i was away for 40 days there's so many opportunities and like you know brands hitting me up wanting to do stuff and i was just like dang like i'm in malaysia right now like sorry yeah. i was surprised at how long you were out there yeah well i got rid of my last apartment in chinatown and i was just like you know what i'm just gonna buy a one-way That's ticket like i got oh, this yeah. budget from Multiple sony months. like might as well uh you know spend it <laughs> how i spent yeah so, exactly so i uh just stayed out there for a while and now i'm just like all right time to be back in new york for a little bit get stuff done and you know really uh take youtube and everything i aspired to do this year to the next level absolutely yeah how about you? What are, what are you up to? Yeah. I feel like you have all these trips planned and speaking engagements. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the Craig uh, interview now. Laying the foundation <laughs> for workshops, I think, is exciting. Um, it was going to be the next step of wedding film school, but I just completely moved and shifted over. Mm-hmm. That channel is about to hit 100,000. And mm-hmm. thinking Congrats. about mm-hmm. trying to sell it, you know, mm-hmm. like wash my hands of it Mm -hmm. because right now i'm just i'm getting wedding inquiries but i'm just not into it unless Mm -hmm. it's like you or sarah dici or like someone getting married (laughs) yeah i'll shoot that wedding in a cool interesting way but appreciate that when i get married (laughs) i'm gonna hit you up (laughs) discount (laughs) if you get married and let me shoot i'll do it for free how about that either of you all right I'll come okay. out of retirement. I'll make a big thing about it. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta find a girl first, and or, then I'll hit you up. Liza Koshi. <laughs> I'll shoot. I'll shoot Liza or David's uh, wedding if they get married. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Is the That'd relationship cool. real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I okay. I've heard mixed things. Okay. Really? Maybe it's for just for views. We'll see. I don't know. I, I'm not one to know. I don't know either of them, but I've heard some. But they get views. <laughs> Just like Logan. Yeah, they all get views. Yeah, oh, they get views. Um, I, I hope soon. Like, YouTube's in this weird place where it's like it's just fake entertainment kind of which i get and it is entertainment but uh you know i think soon like the real youtube and uh you know the realness is gonna is gonna come back soon or at least i'm hoping that's so that's what i'm hoping yeah absolutely are we getting are we getting some uh some comments um so we have recorded for the 40 minutes and we have a little ragtag group if you have any questions you can let us know um so i made the choice to broadcast on youtube and not twitch have mm. you guys experimented with twitch or live streaming at all no i know it's really, a beast yeah. yeah that's what people say yeah. dang yeah i heard a Amazon. lot of things about twitch now yeah yeah because if youtube just disappeared where would you kind of move I'm waiting for amazon to make their video <laughs> platform seriously right? yeah it's the only company that can really do it like uploads yeah yeah i think that's gonna happen why not jeff bezos 105 billion dollars you know he could, he could take it's out YouTube. Difficult though. No, but where does the ad like come from? Like, where do the ads? They come could from? sell product. Like, it could be like, oh, Craig's doing a review. Buy this camera right here, and then it could be more direct. 
Amazon mm. is a little different. So what I understand is that you buy subscriptions to watch someone, and mm. some people kind of like lock their channel. You kind of have to watch okay. or subscribe okay. to them by month okay. uh, to have access. So okay. like <clears throat> when people are like, "Oh, thanks for eighteen months. Thanks so much." It's like six dollars a month. So you know whatever. Okay. Um, but YouTube is very different. The, their AdSense, that whole platform of monetization is a bit limiting and i think we're starting Very to limiting. see that uh like we, yeah. we've talked about different ways of monetizing with your own brand yeah. and even affiliates mm -hmm. like yeah. uh, twitch might be interesting because it's more of like the patreon model mm -hmm. i guess are you on patreon i am yeah yeah, yeah. how is it very interesting you got to uh -huh. supply you got to give some value you can't just turn it on expect it to work um <laughs> but i've seen some really successful brands people who are doing like video essays and video or movie reviews and just like more of an education like here's a lot of like help for the good of humanity yeah like give us some donations <laughs> yeah it seems sure. like a charity kind of thing well there's this one um guy have you ever heard of uh binging with babish yes yeah like yes. he huge yeah he's huge um but he's quite a new channel like he <clears throat> created this channel about a year and a half ago i believe but his patreon is an absolute beast like he has yes something like 4,000 people on his Patreon. Jeez. Yeah, like it's crazy. But he does it so well, like I found, so. Yeah, I think, may experiment with it, but it does yeah. seem like a lot of work, you know, you promise these people, they're paying for it, so you really have to deliver. 100%. So Alex is asking Brett, finally get your A6500? What are you shooting on? Right now, using, I have the Sony RX100 Mark V on me, but yeah, gonna be getting the a6500 hopefully this week Ooh. by the end of it very excited about stabilized that stabilized sensor it's kind of like an a7s mark ii in a small package yeah yeah it's just like the mirrorless yeah. tiny compact form because you were shooting on a canon before that yeah you still have that the add yep okay yeah yeah i like that camera it's nice cool but, what, do you, uh, what do you shoot on uh the RX? nikon 5600 oh shit. yeah nikon and i don't we even use the autofocus though oh, <laughs> so uh you recently went to a dji event yeah you uploaded where a video. were you yeah same day i i i just was busy, <laughs> I was busy. Yeah, so what, what did you think they're asking about your obviously you uploaded video but like what's your opinion of the the camera do you, or the, the video the drone i have the mavic pro mm -hmm. and i know you do too so i don't think it's necessary for me Ooh. i don't know if i'm gonna get it but my mavic pro is having some gimbal problems so if this doesn't get fixed within the next week i'm gonna probably get the the mavic air um but you you said that you pre-ordered it yeah, Stefan asked that question, but yes, I have already pre-ordered the Mavic Air. I'm going to be selling my DJI Mavic Pro soon. Mm. Okay. Um, and it's pretty easy to sell things. That's one of the secret <laughs> awesome things about having like any kind of social media because you don't have to use eBay. You just yeah. like yeah, no, I was already getting uh, comments on my video and so like you DMs. actually just you just tweet like what you have. Yeah, and really? then I go like Renegade Venmo. Uh, like, hey, oh, be I careful! You saw what happened to it. Sam Sheffer. Yeah, I did. I did. But these are like subscribers, okay. and like we're exchanging information. So yeah. it's like if you fuck me over, Coming I'll for fuck you, you over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had success. I've sold a lot of things. Um, so Rod Vision is asking about the twenty-four to seventy. We are shooting on the twenty-four to seventy two point eight right now which I've talked about on social media, but I unveiled my vlog today. 
it's good it's just it's just a lens though like it's a little more expensive than the f4 version so it's oh, like one sexy lens though it's like a thousand dollars more expensive really? a little nice. bigger yeah but people keep asking for like reviews like can't wait for your review but in the vlog i was yeah. like here's the new lens i like it it's better mm-hmm. that's enough what like, were you using before uh, a tw- uh the same focal length 16 to 35 f4 okay. so like a slower okay. lens hmm. um I don't know. I'm just like, I'm kind of getting away from reviews. Yeah. Like, you don't, I just want to do reviews on Twitter or whatever. Um, any, any tips on getting out of your niche? Every time I make a video outside of my usual work, it performs poorly. Ronnie is asking that. Mm. So Ooh. this is like a thing, you know, yeah. if a lot of successful YouTube channels stick to one thing and mm. if they want to make vlogs or reviews or something different, mm-hmm. they kind of make a second channel. Mm-hmm. Like I even saw yeah. that with H3 for their podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have so many other channels have like vlog channels. Uh, have you guys seen any backlash for like weird videos that you upload or? <laughs> um, His are pretty much all the same though. Yeah. <laughs> His I, are all just like no, eating. But, and, but this is the thing is that um, you know, you have to know your niche, but you also have to know the niches that are very close to your own. You see, so like you need to know those people on the side of your page that like it's the people that are related to you and the people that you're gaining views from and that you are, you know, relatable to as well. Um, and if you know these people, then you can see who they're related to and who they're related to. And then you can start like climbing out of that niche almost. Mm. Um, and you can start finding other parts of your niche. Like for example, my niche is living cheap in NYC, but that can pertain to food that can pertain to apartment tours. It can pertain to camera gear, like anything really. It's Mm. just finding your way to get into that niche. Just getting the deals. (laughs) <laughs> that's what he does best i love it so josh is uh asking about the bubble tea bubble tea i've been <laughs> you back both are on, on the, the bubble tea. tea i got him on the bubble tea grind okay. dollar bubble anyone tea. dollar yes exactly yeah. Dollar bubble yeah i used to be on dollar bubble tea no i can't do it anymore i just started getting <laughs> sick he still gets it i don't know he's okay. crazy okay. dollar pizza getting, dollar bubble tea you're getting too like too fancy too fancy too fancy yeah boba guys is my new spot oh shit so josh is asking each of you what would be your custom flavor Custom flavor. What would be like the Brett sponsored bubble tea? Ooh, that is a, that's a great question. It could be anything. Um, is there like a cookie dough? I feel like that'd be fucking cool. cookie. Yeah, my <laughs> first. I was gonna I say like cookies and cream. That would be that would be dank. Hmm. Hmm. It's tough because yeah. they kind of have. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say cookies and cream. Yeah. But I just found out that they have hot bubble tea now, which is amazing because then you get uh the boba like gooey in the tea. Uh, that's the Craig Adams specialty yeah, the, right the there. Special, the a little bourbon. Tea, yeah. <laughs> Damn, man. I know Timmy's got the Dutch Bros sponsorship. Timmy Ham. Uh, you should just have like a little like bubble tea, like just a cart. You came to my around. meetup. I had VV's bubble tea sponsor <laughs> my meetup. Pretty, they gave fifty free bubble teas the to, best to brand deal That ever. was Here you yeah. Go. Here you go. You get one. That was uh, the best brand deal I think I've done you to date. You get a date. cream. You get a green matcha. <laughs> so my boy Braxton's asking about YouTube personalities and friends and people that we come across. Do you feel like you see a lot of YouTubers who have up? public persona and then once the camera's off they're completely different is that common yeah we're kind of talking about that today like yeah you know mm-hmm. it depends what you're doing like for me it's vlog so i'm like definitely i think i'm the same exact person and it's very real same you know characteristics but like sometimes you are a little bit more exaggerated 
Yeah. Uh, especially if you're doing something else like a tutorial or something like that where, you know, you have to create this character of yourself. Yeah, I, I think with like all three of us, it's not really like creating a character per se. It's just channeling different parts of your emotion and making them exemplified basically um, yeah. to kind of make it interesting for the camera almost. You know, like uh, when you flip on your camera, you can't just be like, okay, guys, I got out of the bed. Like, let's go get a dollar pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause like you right now, which is like Bobby, and yeah. you are also the person in your videos that are yeah. like, dollar pizza <laughs> but yeah like when you're in video mode like you are this you know yeah, yeah this yeah. guy with the yeah. it's interesting yeah. i think it yeah. changes because i used to be the kind of person who would try to be loud and extra whenever a camera's on especially when vlogging mm -hmm. with other people just like logan paul loud <laughs> what up logan what up craig i think i think he's the definition of being extra on camera just to use every second of that view time just mm -hmm. to make it the best yeah, um, yeah. but i he's think as youtubers kind of get more mature and have like a couple years under their belt i think people kind of move towards more of an authentic yeah. i don't have to be always happy and crazy and outgoing yeah um, and I kind of respect that authenticity. And I think mm -hmm. that's more of the long lasting kind of personality yeah. for YouTube subscribers, not totally. just like SEO, like I found your video. 100%. Like, Cause we're all yeah. looking for subscribers, like yes. actual fans actual that fans. follow us. Mm -hmm. And that's what they want, authenticity. Yeah. But there is something about that, like, you know, when we we're talking about like success on YouTube before, you know, success is very objective. And for me, I just love, you know, connecting with my audience. And I've never really tried so hard to grow it. Uh, Bobby definitely helped me out with that like where he was like oh you should title it like this and do like that so it's good like living with him now he's like my personal YouTube coach and consultant <laughs> but uh, before that and even like now sometimes I'm just like you know I'm just gonna like talk to the camera how I'm feeling and say what I want mm -hmm. and then like title it something stupid like I don't know just like whatever comes to my head at first and then upload it right away especially with uploading so often like I do I'm just like first thing that comes to my head blah 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 and then just upload it that's it yeah, yeah. yep it's always good to have a second opinion yeah, yeah. So now Bobby's like, oh, live and cheat, blah, 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 yeah, start yeah, a skateboard. Yeah, yeah, no, well, what's interesting is, though, like, once you have a title that works for you, like, uh, if you look at, like, minimalism, for example, like, minimalism for me does not work at all, but mm -hmm. minimalism for Craig works quite well. Like, once you have that work, then it's like, mm -hmm. you are this person, of course, but you can show people more of that, you know, and be like, this is my minimalistic apartment. It's and been a weird fight, though. I think yeah. I've lost some subscribers through the transition because the thing about wedding filmmaking that made it so lucrative for Amazon and B&H affiliate is that I was selling this idea that if you buy this lens, this camera, this recorder, you'll mm -hmm. be a better filmmaker. It's completely the opposite. There are tools that help, but yeah. the underlying, like being able to see a story and create a story and get to know the couple you're shooting and know what not to shoot, not just what to shoot, mm -hmm. is like almost more important than the gear. So it's been a yeah. weird balance for me to kind of make less and care less about the gear and become more of a minimalist. Like you can do it all just with less. Like exactly. it's been hard. <laughs> so, Noah is uh, asking about a Timmy Ham Fortune collab. 
Yeah, maybe he saw the tweet, but yeah, it's, oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. It's, it all starts on Twitter. Yeah, I think we got we got something in the works. Uh, Timmy's super down for it, and I've never actually met him. I kind of just like know him on the internet oh, through wow. you, actually. Yeah, you and Sarah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So we we've like you know DM'd and stuff, but I I hope so. I'm so a big fan us, of his give work. Us the details. When is it? Like, is there anything else you can oh. tell us? Or um, we're supposed to schedule a call soon, so hopefully. Uh, <laughs> I've got to get a call. With yeah, you. yeah, yeah. We were supposed to have the call like weeks ago, and then like I think he like went somewhere. Blah blah blah. In the car. Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll make sure next time I see him in his car tweeting to, to hit him up, but uh, so that would I've be actually, sick. I've actually got a flight to Arizona in like a week or two. Okay, well, so when I you're out there. I haven't told out. anyone, so <laughs> whoever's watching this, you get a little secret bite. Like, there's going to be a Craig Adams 5 out of 10 sloth merch. That's cool. dope. That and he's dope. going to be on the podcast in the future, so I can't nice. wait to uh, for that. broadcast his mug to the face. <laughs> Um, do you think there's going to be a competitor to YouTube anytime soon? Uh, I lighter from Germany. We I, talked about Amazon. I, I think yeah, Amazon. 100%. I think yeah. Instagram is a huge competitor, though. Facebook with the, the Facebook creators now yeah, and the paying people. Yeah, I think, there, I think there's always going to be a platform that, you know, people are creating longer content. You know, um, like Instagram it's definitely taking over like with people's like uh time of course like people go on instagram and you look at your instagram story and you're like stories. whoa like what this yeah. is crazy like huge. getting these views yeah. yeah yeah a lot of brands paying influencers yeah. just be like oh post this on your story and like 100 percent. here's a thousand bucks compared to watch time i probably watch even though they're so short and quick i watch everyone's story that i follow wow. every day i watch yeah. them all um wow. mm-hmm. there's probably more than youtube so it's so huge yeah yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting where it goes mm. in your future. Totally. So Julian's asking, is it bubble tea or boba tea? <laughs> uh, it depends you who know, you're at. I get that all the time. Uh, West Coast right? boba, uh, East Coast bubble yeah, tea. Like everybody gave so much hate on the video where I had bubble tea that like got a decent amount of views. Like it's boba, it's not bubble. It's like, come <laughs> on, like it's I read bubble tea though. Bubble tea. <laughs> uh, Claude is asking, any any plans to go to South America anytime soon? Have you been to Peru? Have you done? Anything? I was just there yeah. the, in 2017. I, I did Colombia and Peru, and you're going to Colombia soon. Yeah, I'll be in Colombia in April. Yeah, mm-hmm. Colombia. Mi español es muy bueno. Mi parcero. Oh shit! <laughs> you know any Spanish? I do not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, tango un gato. <laughs> okay, and two pantalones. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay cool well this has been fun um definitely going to upload this audio to the itunes and the google play and soon very soon there's a big announcement spotify so it's been hard to get spotify but i'm finally making that happen so you can listen because i think spotify is like the best way to listen to podcasts totally because that's i don't know if you you guys better not be apple music people don't no, 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 Spotify. No, Spotify, 100%. Yeah, Spotify's yeah. the fucking Spotify. best music app. Fuck Apple Music. <laughs> the discovery on Spotify is just, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but you can, I'll re-upload this. But yeah, uh, thank you guys guys so much. Um, I'm thank going to post your us. Instagrams in the, I've already got them in the description, but they'll be for this re-upload. And also, if you're listening to the audio of this podcast, you can check the show notes, check out their channels, you know, Subscribe. you can you can watch their most recent video, but go back, check out, you know, dig deep, try to find the videos that we talked about. Um, there's probably some gold in there that isn't just recent, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't go back too far though. 
<laughs> you're fresh. So anything you, if you're going back, it's like a week ago. So don't yeah. worry about that. Yeah, very true. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for you, fucking biking. We're about to bike back. Yeah, absolutely. All right, word. And that will do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. I would love to know what you thought. What are some takeaways? What were the best parts? I would actually like to make little highlights uh, from episodes of the best moments for a new channel that I'm actually thinking about making, which is Craig M's Podcast Highlights. So on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, just kind of tell me which parts you thought were the best and and what you thought about the episode in general. Of course, uh, please rate us a five star on iTunes if you're listening there. And of course, go subscribe to the Craig Adams podcast for live broadcasts and, and a chance to interact and get your questions into the podcast. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Bye.